in reading from the letter to the Hebrews. By faith, the people passed through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. But when the Egyptians attempted to do so, they were drowned. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell after they had been settled for seven days. By faith, Rahab, Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she could receive the spies in peace. And what more should I say? For time would fail me to tell me, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, of David and Samuel the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, obtained promises, shut the mouths of lions, quenched raging fire, escaped the edge of the sword, won strength out of weakness, became mighty in war, put foreign armies to flight. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, refusing to accept release in order to obtain better resurrection. Others suffered mocking and flogging, and even shame and imprisonment. They were stoned to death, they were sawn in two, they were killed by the sword. They went about in the skins of sheep and goats, destitute, persecuted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and mountains, and in caves and holes in the ground. Yet all these, though they were commended for their faith, did not receive what was promised, since God had provided something better, so they would not depart from us be made perfect. Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight of the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and protector of our faith, who for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. The word of the Lord.
now I wish it were already kindled. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what stress I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. He also said to the crowd, when you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, it is going to rain. And so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat. And it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? The Gospel of the Lord.
And we also know that there are very public witnesses who boldly proclaim God's truth, lighting fires that illumine the dark places in our world, forcing us to see by the light of their fiery passion things we may not want to see, things we may not want to know. Fire that burns away the old blankets of comfort we cling to so tightly. People like Sister Helen Trajee, who has devoted her life to the eradication of the death penalty, befriending people on death row, and then being physically present during their executions as a witness to our common humanity and as a way to accompany a person, a child of God, so that they are not alone at the moment of their death. Sister Helen said, the death penalty is one of the great moral issues of our times, yet few of us ever think much about it, nor know enough to make an informed opinion. She lights a fire about justice and what it means to be a human being in community and our responsibility to one another in God's eyes. You've heard me speak before about Brian Stevenson, a lawyer who was the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative and more recently the creator and director of the Legacy Museum in Montgomery, Alabama. Stevenson writes, the United States has done very little to acknowledge the legacy of slavery, lynching, and racial segregation. As a result, people of color are disproportionately marginalized, disadvantaged, and mistreated. The American criminal justice system is compromised by racial disparities and unreliability that is influenced by a presumption of guilt and dangerousness that is often assigned to people of color. Stevenson has devoted his life to reforming the criminal justice system and to burning away the ignorance and false narratives we have used to shield ourselves from the history of racial inequality in our country. And of course, all of you know Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who at the end of his ministry was working for peace and the end of war, for economic equality for all people. He illuminated with fiery speech a vision of God's kingdom on earth that went beyond race. So big was the fire he lit, he was killed. In the past several weeks, the New York Times launched a series of articles entitled The 1619 Project, which seeks to show us through a myriad of voices that these matters began as early as the year 1619, when the first boatload of slaves arrived on the shore of what we now call Virginia. An event not well known by most of us, as it is, very, is a very different birth narrative than the familiar Christopher Columbus story or the Plymouth Rock story. But it may be the first spark which lit the flames we are experiencing today in a world of division and flame throwing. So here's the question. And this is why this is so hard. When is fire illumination? And when is it destruction? That is the crux of the challenge in today's very difficult gospel. Jesus tells us, I came to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it were already kindled. Fire, a dangerous and primal element. Remember back at Pentecost, the 
flames over their head. And that was the fire of the Holy Spirit covering and energizing their hearts for mission. But when we look around today, there is fire all around of a different sort. The distinction, the distinction between fire that destroys and fire that refines and purifies is a matter for very careful living, for deep, deep humility, and a lot of prayer. Our current political divisions are like campfire sticks being rubbed together. Two sides rubbing together and the sparks are flying all the time. Hateful white supremacist rhetoric heating up. Political leaders who pledge to protect and defend all of us are in fact inflaming the bigotry and the hatred. Blowing on the fires, which many see as destructive. But listen to this. But which some people see as refining. Do you follow me? This is why we are in such a terrifying time. And this is why we need to listen to Jesus. Why we need to go to the scriptures again and again with humble and open hearts. Now the example that Jesus uses to talk about division in today's text is the image of households being divided. In the context of his day and the context of Luke's listeners, the household would have been the primary economic and social institution. One's family and one's patriarch, that was the stable unit of society, the place of security. So when, Jesus, when we hear Jesus say this today, we have to ask ourselves the question, what is our place of security? What is that stability that we cling on to? I think he means some of these things. Things and institutions and ideas to which we cling. They may be false hopes. False hopes for stability and protection. Greed, money, intolerance, fear of the other. Selfishness, complete disregard for the gifts of the earth. Systems that we have built as a society to keep us separate from one another. Systems which trap people in poverty. Those false idols of money, privilege, the sin of not understanding that we are all one family. God's family. We will be divided, he says, and we are, about these matters. Jeremiah says God's word is fire. So when Jesus brings fire, he's going to burn all of those things away. All of that false sense of security. Aren't you glad I'm the one up here instead of you? <laughs> this is a really, really difficult text. But we must listen. I didn't sleep much last night. And I hope maybe you won't sleep much tonight. We must listen because the Bible text, all of them, all of them, the Word of God, cohere. We do not pick and choose what we like and what we don't like. The Bible is one big story. It's our story. Filled with the great cloud of witnesses. We're them. It's not just those people from before, it's us too. 
together affirm our faith in the words of the 19th We believe in one God, the Father and the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God of God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten of of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became departed from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again. Give you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, 
and by the power of the Holy Spirit, And it was the kind of holiness that happens behind the scenes, but I 
want you to know about it because for those of you who did know about it, you felt supported by your prayers. For those who didn't, um, I hope the energy that these kids bring back is contagious. There will be healing prayer during communion and immediately following for anyone who needs prayer for anything on your heart today. Walk in love as Christ loves us and gave himself for us and offering them sacrifice. Bless us with memory, reason, and skill. You made us the rulers of creation, but we 
and betray your trust, and we turn against one another. Again and again you called us to return. Through prophets and sages you revealed your righteous law, and in the fullness of time you sent your only Son, born of a woman, to fulfill your law, to open for us the way of freedom and And therefore we praise you, joining with the heavenly chorus, with prophets, apostles, and martyrs, and with all those in every generation who have looked to you in hope to proclaim with them your glory in their unending